I will praise you, O Lord, with my whole heart. Blessings and welcome to Shi'ar Jashub, a Bible study program brought to you by Shi'ar Jashub Christian Tabernacle in Madison, Connecticut. Hi, I'm Patty Scalzo, and today we will be listening to the conclusion of a sermon in Pastor Greg Scalzo's series on heavenly authority. My husband's current message addresses the question of how the local churches should be connected to each other and the tie they should have to any church or group of believers that came before. And he has been examining the tension between the scriptural principles of independence versus dependence by delving into the relationship between the church at Jerusalem and the church at Antioch. When we left off, we saw the important question that arose because Jewish believers from Judea had gone to the Gentile Jewish church at Antioch and told them that unless the Gentiles were circumcised according to the law of Moses, they could not be saved. A great debate resulted, and the question was brought down to the church at Jerusalem, where the famous council with the apostles and elders was held, which we read about in Acts chapter 15. Peter reminded them of his earlier interaction with the Gentiles and how God purified their hearts by faith, making no such distinction. And after Paul and Barnabas made their presentation, and James, the Lord's brother, confirmed Peter's words with Scripture, a Holy Spirit-anointed letter is sent back to Antioch by the hands of Judas and Silas. Let's rejoin Pastor Greg Scalzo. So this is a very important letter. It's an authoritative letter that settles an important issue, and it's recognized by the other churches as having evident authority, as being definitive. Why? Because it's coming from Jerusalem, the older church, the pristine church, the 12 apostles, those who had seen the risen Lord, those who had been with the Lord, right? So there is a weight given to it because of their position in the Holy Spirit. Not so much that Jerusalem is the governing body over Antioch or Cilicia or Assyria, but that at Jerusalem you have people older in the Lord, in the Spirit, and the church, the new Gentile churches should what? Respect the Spirit of God on them and not be in a vacuum. You have to have local independence and self-governing of the bodies, but you need to have a tie to the history of the church, the Holy Spirit history of the church, not the errors and the uh, frauds of the church history. The prominent position of the church in Jerusalem was clear, and that prominence allowed it to influence way beyond this local borders to have influence to extend out to the Gentile churches. And if you look down at verse 30, so when they were sent off, they came to Antioch, and when they had gathered the multitude together, 
they delivered the letter. When they had read it, they rejoiced over its encouragement. They didn't fight against it. They rejoiced. Now Judas and Silas themselves being prophets also exhorted and strengthened the brethren with many words. Now you have Judas and Silas and they come up and they strengthen the brethren with many words coming from the church at Jerusalem, right? And after they stayed there for a time, they were sent back with greetings from the brethren to the apostles, right? The church sends its greetings. However, it seemed good to Silas to remain there. Paul and Barnabas also remained in Antioch, teaching and preaching the word of the Lord with many others. And again, you see the role of the prophets, right? As connecting each individual church. You see the role of teachers as connecting each individual church. This is much different from what we're used to in church history, isn't it? Right? But it works. It all works together. It all works in time with the Holy Spirit. With the elders he places into the, each local church, with the authority he gives to apostles, prophets, teachers, evangelists, and the interconnection between the churches, with guidance from one like James who respects the law to one like Paul who understands the beautiful grace of God, both are right and the Holy Spirit brings balance. Right? There's balance and the tension is resolved in the spirit of truths that are each not to be taken off to extremes. Truths in the spirit. Too often in church history, out of the spirit and out of sync out of sync, either too, too institutional, too random, too chaotic, too rebellious, not that beautiful balance that you have, no gifts of the Holy Spirit, no offices recognized of the Holy Spirit. And so man-made institutions having to replace that which should be there and out of sync, out of time. The local church, you have the governance, the independence, but you have ties to those who went before. Recognize authority, recognize leadership beyond just a local church, and respect for and attention to, they gave attention to the direction that the elders and the apostles at Jerusalem sent to them. One last thing, I know we're running late, but one very quick thing. I've emphasized now the respect that you have to have for those who have gone before, for those old in the Lord, for the teaching uh, of the church throughout history, and not to be off randomly in a vacuum. God's truth is supreme. And the foundation of any higher authority, I say higher authority in quotes, if you will, the foundation they had, the foundation the church of Jerusalem has is that truth of God. That's what gives them the right to say what they say because they're founded on the truth of God. If with time they turn aside from the truth, what happens to the foundation? It crumbles. They have no basis anymore, do they? And we'll close with Galatians chapter 2. Galatians chapter 2, verse 11. Paul writes, Now when Peter had come to Antioch, I withstood him to his face because he was to be blamed. For before certain men came from James, he would eat with the Gentiles. Well, of course he would, right? 
He had the vision. It was Peter that had the vision of the sheet coming down from the Lord saying, eat. He knew it. That's why he could get up and speak the way he did at the Council of Jerusalem and say what was right. Remember, Jews wouldn't eat with Gentiles. Now, in the letter of the Council from Jerusalem, they're brothers. You have the spirit of them being brethren together. Now something else is creeping in, right? He would eat with the Gentiles, but when they came, right, certain men came from James, he withdrew and separated himself, fearing those who were of the circumcision. So now they're sending men up again to, to see what's going on in Antioch. There's nothing wrong with that. We discussed that, right? Sending people out to make sure everything's on the right track, that's good. Good to have double checks. It wound up with them having Barnabas and Paul the first time. But Peter knows what's going on back in Jerusalem. He knows how those who are zealous to circumcise all the Gentiles and to nullify the Jerusalem Council letter, how they're gaining political strength in the church, right? How the church is starting to become lopsided toward the law and away from God's grace. Uh, to the point of the hypocrisy of saying we won't even eat with the Gentiles like back before the grace of Jesus Christ rather than being brothers in the Lord and that's something I have against some of the modern a part of the modern messianic movement where almost the Jewish believers become separated rather than making one body in Christ Jesus with those who have a respect because of their tradition they should keep their tradition they should keep their Jewishness but they shouldn't be at a separate table, right? It's one man, one body. The wall of division is down. Well, we're back to it again. Gentiles eat over here. Jews eat over there, right? And how can you be brothers if you're eating at two different tables? Peter knew they're his brothers. He has no problem. But when certain men came from James, he withdrew and separated himself. Peter the rock, Peter, upon his confession, right? I give you the keys of the kingdom to you, Peter, and those like you, right? But Peter, you have this special place. And when you come back to me, strengthen your brethren. If you love me, feed my sheep, tend my sheep, feed my flock. He's given that important role, but what does Peter do? He's afraid again. Because time changes things. With time, we tend to go back to the old ways, unfortunately. Right? And what happens, they see Peter do it, because he's afraid of the circumcision, verse 13, and the rest of the Jews. Remember, Antioch is a church where Jew and Gentile is the first place they're called what? Christians. Jew and Gentile together. The rest of the Jews also play the hypocrite, hypocrite with him, so that even Barnabas was carried away with their hypocrisy. But when I saw that they were not straightforward about the truth of the gospel, I said to Peter, before them all, in front of everybody, if you, being a Jew, live in the manner of Gentiles and not as the Jews, why do you compel Gentiles to live as Jews? And it goes on from there, right? Peter's intimidated by the hierarchy of Jerusalem. Barnabas even is intimidated by this institution at Jerusalem. Paul 
in his independence is not intimidated neither by Jerusalem, by these men from James, by James, by Peter or Barnabas, and in independence he speaks the truth. You need to have both. You need to have the independence in the Lord, and you need to have respect for the authority of those who have gone before, those who are there now. If you don't have the one, a whole church, a whole group can be misled. If you don't have the other, a whole church, a whole group can be misled. Father, we thank you for the balance in the spirit in your word. And Father, we just weep over the centuries when the church was out of sync, out of time, out of balance, Father. And we just pray that you would restore that wonderful moment in time where everything worked just right to your body of believers even now. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Current sermons are live streamed on YouTube every Sunday morning at 10.30 a.m. Join us for in-depth Bible messages by Pastor Greg and Associate Pastor Francis David for a celebration of the Lord's Supper and for prayer and conversation by Pastor Greg and myself. I know you will find it a special anointed time. You can search YouTube for the Shi'ar Jeshub Christian Tabernacle channel, or you can use the link on our church website at shi'arjeshub.org. The programs are then posted on YouTube and rumble.com, as well as on the church website itself for 24-7 access. Join us next time for Shi'ar Jashub.